One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Well, I actually went to, I've, I'm a double church girl this weekend because I watched the service and then I went to watch because Lex's friends sing in the choir in the Abbey. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh I'd lovely. love to go and see the Abbey Choir. So they did all the mm. same. Oh, your Regina, Camilla, all of that stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> nice. And we need another review because the top review at the moment is, and I quote, I listened for 30 minutes and there was barely any running content. Very disappointing. One star. <gasps> Oops. Oops, but also... <laughs> one star's a bit harsh, isn't it? Isn't it? What, yeah. what did you like? How about what did you like about it? Okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Compliment sandwich, you know? Didn't have much <laughs> running content, but I really enjoyed all the content about... Um, the coronation yeah yeah about biscuits <laughs> and farting or something welcome to episode 143 of the women's running podcast i'm your host esther newman and she is your other host holly taylor In this episode, we've moved on from training for a marathon to recovery from that marathon and ploughed straight into injuries. I've currently got a catalogue of them and what we're discussing here is, is it common to fall prey to injuries once you've completed a marathon, not in your training block and not on the day itself, but afterwards when you're slowly beginning to start running again? And it sounds like it's a resounding yes, as many of you have already responded to my whinge on Instagram to say you'd had something similar. But I thought it was surprising that there doesn't seem to be a lot online about it as a thing. We talk about one method of healing post-injury which has been suggested to me, and that's a chiropractor. I will, of course, report back as I've now been persuaded that this might be the way to go in terms of fixing my body and preventing injuries in the future, particularly if most of my niggles stem from my rubbish back. 
Speaking of backs and cross training, we chat about yoga and boot camps and strength and mobility, all of which we need to upweight in order to prevent these annoying injuries. By the way, do please subscribe and leave us a lovely review if you can, because the last one that's up there is just mean. We discuss that one in detail. Come and join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash women's running so that you can join our lovely pod squad community in our exclusive chat room, which we've made just for you. So we can all discuss running and races, health and nutrition, and also all of that non-running stuff too. This episode is sponsored by Precision Fuel and Hydration. That is amazing. Bloody love a bit of Precision Fuel and Hydration, me. Oh, I have heard. But before we talk about you, let's talk about sweat. Oh, yes, let's. How much do you know about sweating? Well, quite a lot, actually. I'm a bit of an expert. I don't know. I think you need to be more than just very sweaty to be considered an expert. Ah, yeah. Well, you might be right there. But I do know that we all sweat differently. I'm just bloody fantastic at it. (laughs) (laughs) That is true on both counts. Me too. Sweat is something we need to be thinking about as the weather warms up. And yes, we all sweat differently, both in terms of the volume of fluid we lose and the saltiness of our sweat. (laughs) Salt. So how am I going to figure out how much I sweat and how salty I am? Well, happily, the team at Precision Fuel and Hydration have two brilliant guides on how to measure your sweat rate and how to work out how much sodium you lose, both of which we've popped into the show notes. That is massively helpful. And as always, we'd expect nothing less from a company that we love. I know, I've been boring you senseless about precision fuel and hydration for yonks. I've used the electrolytes and gels for years now. I love the taste of them. And even better than that, I love the way they power me through my long runs. And we awarded their PH 1500 electrolyte tablets best race nutrition product in last year's Women's Running Product Awards. And very well deserved it was too. Not only that, but you can use their free fuel and hydration planner at precisionfuelandhydration.com to understand how much carbs, fluid and electrolytes you need to perform at your best in your next race. And it's time for the best bit. You can get 15% off their range of fuel and hydration products using the code WR2023. That's WR2023 at precisionfuelandhydration.com. That is genuinely brilliant. I'm going to buy in bulk, so I've got loads for all my races and training. It might, in fact, persuade me to stop fueling on jelly babies. I'm sure it's fine to use both. Is that a nutritionist-approved fueling strategy there? Uh, No, it's not. Don't quote me. (laughs) (laughs) So then, so then that what followed there? Did you have to, did you have a Cory Bob party? Uh, well, I had a few friends round. So Cara and Lex and Doug and I all watched the mm-hmm. Cory Bobs together. Then we went and played some pool in the traditional style. Uh, nice, nice. And, yeah, regal. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. and we, we actually had a relatively chill one on the Cory Bobs. It was a bit of a classic, similar sounds like, where we'd, we'd, had, we'd done a little bit of day drinking. Not overly excessive, actually, on the, on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but that meant that we were sort of like, oh, let's get a little takeaway and snuggle up by the kind of evening time. Um, Sunday was when I had my, my, my wild day where I spontaneously, so Doug was away with his, like he was in Bristol with a friend. I think actually having quite a parallel day that was started in a nice sort of, uh, I don't know, 
started well, ended mm-hmm. a bit mental. Disgracefully. Ended disgracefully, yes. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I went to, um, well, I actually went to, I've, I'm, a, I'm a double church girl this weekend because I went, I mm-hmm. watched the service and then I went to watch because Lex's friends sing in the choir in the Abbey. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh I'd lovely. love to go and see the Abbey Choir. So they did all the mm. same. Oh, your Regina, Camilla, all of that stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> nice. um, they were doing all of that as well. So we went to go and watch it. Have to admit, in the congregation, not didn't mm. want to try and showboat, but there's not much that you can get involved in. No, there wasn't, was there? No, my of, memory And also of... with you, but no singing, yeah. Yeah, my memory mm. of church is like... I was really excited to go and have a good old sing. But yeah, I, I got my pipes yeah. all warmed up for nothing. We did, um, oh I can't remember. I think we sang one thing. Um, mm. And then apart from that, yeah, it was just a lot of and also with Ewing. Um, <sighs> so after that, naturally, we were like, uh, well, we went and got an ice cream. Um, I did a good deed because there were two little boys who'd queued for ages to get a salted caramel ice cream from Swoon, which is our really lovely gelato place in Bath. It's so nice. Um, And um, they'd queued for ages and they had a £10 note. And then the woman right at the end of the queue was like, oh, it's no cash. So I bought them an ice (gasps) cream because I felt really bad for them. Oh, I know that was my good deed lovely. of the day, and I got That's I actually nice. got um, a, di- a discount on mine and Lex's ice creams then because um, the guy had said we were so kind. So that was oh. nice. That was nice. That's really lovely. And then we just got really pissed after that. We just went to the pub ah. and had loads and loads of pints. And then Lex and I, on our own, were like we ended up in Vodka Revolutions, just the two of us. Oh my god. I know, I can't believe we did it. It was so funny. We were like, should we go out? And we just went out, just the two of us. <laughs> and I'm sure it was really embarrassing. We had no makeup on. We just had trainers on because we weren't expecting to end up in the situation. We were just going to watch Lex's friend sing in the choir. And then and just got shit-faced. And then we just got shit-faced and we were like, let's go to Vodka Revs. And um, it was really, really fun <laughs> and silly. <laughs> So then that yesterday sounds... I had a, a cosy recovery day. I did go okay. to Big Tesseros as well. Big Tesseros. Good. Um, I think probably Dave had a very similar uh, Corrie Bobs experience to your uh, Sunday experience. In nice. That, we had our Corrie Bobs party, which started at sort of three or four street party, um, which wasn't, it wasn't a street party. I saw some amazing street parties, loads of gazebos, you know, lots of kind of this, that and the other. We yeah. had... It, we had a single gazebo and, um, and t- to be fair, a table that I was heaving with cakes. Um, but that was it. And it's just a chance for everyone else to just to crack open the Prosecco at three o'clock in the afternoon. And so we did that, but cut to what? Midnight, maybe. And Dave was doing shots with the next door neighbours. Yes. Of, of limoncello. I mean, the worst kind of shot, oh. I think. So just like too much sugar. So, so bad. So bad. I mean, I came back here with the kids at maybe half 11. Oh, and fair play, he... Ted and Felix. Session. Oh, yeah. They were totally up for it. Um, so we'd all had quite a long afternoon with, with lots of neighbours going, oh, I'll just put some chips in the oven, you know, because we'd forgotten to feed the kids until nice. like eight o'clock or something. I love that. I'm they so were sort excited of to get rat ass with mewling. my neighbours one day. <laughs> so funny. But then, yeah, t- so Ted, uh, Ted, Dave was like, 
playing VR with the neighbours, doing shots, came back in at midnight and then was l- later to be found at sort of four in the morning, pacing the kitchen, trying not to throw up. Oh, bless him. Because <laughs> I bet the sugar so, in that limoncello was a nightmare because it that that's actually going to be the killer, the, the sugar, yeah. isn't it? Because, yeah, you're not going to yeah. get the sleep you need. Not good, not good. But to bring it back to running, if I go back 24 hours, I went out Friday night with my friend Laura, who's like my running buddy. So we talk about we it's it's so lovely for us because we both we both run but we went to university together so we've known each other for years and years and years and um and going to the pub is just our excuse to finally talk about running because we can't talk about running with our partners oh that's really nice so it's, mm-hmm. so it's, it feels like a real relief so we sit there we get a bottle of wine and we get packs of crisps and we just go right okay so we had lots to discuss we'd not seen each other since marathon and on the same weekend that I did the marathon she'd done the bath beat which is like the same distance but it turns out hellish because it was really really muddy as trail oh god because um, it'd been absolutely tipping it down yeah, yeah. so she, she had really kind of mixed experience that I mean it's a it's a beautiful route beautiful route but she was doing it on a tod and she had a kind of mixed experience anyway so we had the chance to sort of sit down and, and sort of chat about that and chat about future plans and races and this and the other so that was that was really nice. But um, all of this leads me to my specific pod-related subject Ooh. today, which I've, which I've not even told you about. Okay, because I'm excited. That's the way we roll. That's the way yeah. we roll. Um, so uh, on Friday, we were having chats about all these things and, and, and we were talking about like the emotional fallout of doing these long races and and particularly doing like long races and coming back and and not necessarily having the bunting put up for us um so we were we both had a quite a similar experience there and that kind of deflation the almost immediate deflation mm-hmm. having spent four months training for something and then not being celebrated in a way in which you think you hope not you having might a be a scepter and a uh, and an orb presented to bloody you. no orb <laughs> no flipping orbs here tell you that much so yeah, so we were thinking about that, and um, but also we were talking about the kind of physical fallout from it as well, which obviously adds to the kind of emotional, mental fallout of it. Um, and so we were just sort of talking about little things that we were kind of concerned about, kind of body wise, and you know whatever. Anyway, so all of that. Um, then obviously, then I got absolutely. So that was on Friday night. Then I got mm. completely shit faced on Saturday because of Cory Bobs. Yeah. Um, then Sunday decided really stupidly to go for my in quotes long run. Oh my um, goodness, you're so brave. I, I had an entirely no. opposite where Lex and I were like, we were thinking about doing the the one I keep banging on about in Victoria Park on Friday. Oh, yeah. We were like, we're going to do, do that yeah. on Sunday, <laughs> and then we were like, absolutely not. We went uh. on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I can't well, believe I you did, did that. Wow. Okay. I how, did it. How long? Six. So okay. last weekend I did it did six and this weekend I did six and I thought that was fine. I wanted to stop at about two. I remember mm-hmm. looking at my watch and thinking it can't be two. It's got to be like way longer than that. And it was definitely two. And I was like, feel like marginally pukey. Yeah. You know, not, you know, lots of booze sloshing about. Didn't feel brilliant. Um, Anyway, I did it, but towards the end of the last mile, my quad started seizing up and I was like, oh, okay, seizing up. That's going to be a kind of 
uh, something to do with hydration, I imagine, because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, anyway, so I got, I got home and then it quickly turned into not a seizing up, but more actually of a pull. Oh, no. Um, so like it just got... It just got worse as I walked and worse throughout the day in a way. Um, And so by Monday, I was feeling thoroughly depressed because I'd kind of realized that since the marathon, um, I've got got a funny, weird, there's a weird toe thing. There's something, there's a pain in the joint of my big toe. Um, I've definitely pulled, not severely, but but, uh, in a minor way, a a bit of my quad. and I have an ongoing issue with my right knee. So on the other leg, there's a, I've got a problem with my right knee. Oh, no. Um, I've got a which, bit of a left knee problem. So maybe we need to come together and, and make one, one good person. pair of knees. Oh, I <laughs> or was one thinking good person. On yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you see, you're always half full, aren't you? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I had... But my my knee is definitely it's something that's been going on for months and months and months, and I've noticed it mm-hmm. in the ramping up to I think to the first marathon. Um, that what would happen was after a really long run, my right knee underneath the kneecap would feel quite weak. So it was fine when I'm running, but as soon as I've stopped and I'm walking on it with more of a straight leg, um, just for a little bit afterwards, I could feel a kind of a pain or kind of weird sort of pressure, um, and that has increased. Uh, this time around so that I could feel it sometimes when I've not been running. So just when I'm walking the kids to school, I can feel it depending on the surface and depending on how my leg, you know, how, if I'm coming down with a straight leg, basically on flat, straight, you know, if I, if I go walk up a hill or walk down a hill, I can't feel it. But if it's flat, then I can feel it. Oh, interesting. Um, so like kind of like that impacty thing where it's just it's like an impact thing thud, it's thud, definitely impact. thud pain yeah yeah and it's to do with my leg coming down straighter rather than with a bent knee um so I've had that for a while and then I got the quad thing then I got the toe thing and so then I had a little boo-hoo into Instagram yesterday just go oh what is I said I posed the question because every time I oh this is the thing because I tried to ask the question on Google so I, I was trying to kind of it's a bit like when you're trying to use um chat gpt it's kind of i couldn't mm-hmm. get a question right every time i chucked it into google like injury post marathon or injury after a gap post marathon or injury rested post marathon oh, you know, yeah. all of this because I, it, all it was coming back with was getting injured in the training block leading up to the marathon or during running you know the actual marathon not about the few weeks after the marathon and as far as i was concerned i'd rested quite I well, was going to say, like, I actually feel like you rested pretty well for a person who doesn't really know the meaning of rest. Mm, I think you I, rested, you were quite firm with yourself. I think I did, but I did read yesterday about how to recover. I know we've talked about recovery before, but how to recover in terms of how to start running again after you've run a marathon or a big, big race. And they were talking about, there was this thing, which I thought was a really good idea. And it it isn't what I've done, which was to come out of the marathon after your break of not running, but to come out of that break and to taper up in almost the same way that you tapered down. And I didn't do that. So, okay. so the week I, I didn't run for a week and then I ran six miles and then I did three runs of about four or five miles each. And then I did six miles again. So I've done one, two, three, four, I've done five runs since and what I should really have done or, or what this article is suggesting that I do would be to maybe do like a couple of miles 
and very then maybe... interesting. So basically, yeah, yeah, essentially following like a taper. So rather than go, rather than doing the rest period, because I similarly probably would have thought of like rest as like okay, so I take a week off, and then I'll just go back into my normal routine. Um, yes, exactly that. Exactly. But I that. guess it's it's thinking, yeah, easing yourself back in. So don't just go straight yeah. back into running three or four times a week. Starting yeah. with two shorter runs than normal and then maybe going to three and then build up and build up yeah. I mean obviously yeah. don't build back up to 20 miles but yeah do that yeah absolutely uh, fuck that but, uh, you don't need to, if you don't yeah. need to so yeah <laughs> so <would> yeah <laughs> no exactly so that's something that I've read uh unfortunately the wrong side of doing what I've done but then uh, having kind of posed that question on Instagram it's been really really interesting to mm-hmm. hear from people and what their experience has been because there's um there was uh, someone was talking about um, accumulative stress, both kind of obviously emotional as well as physical, oh, yeah. and that you ca- you just can't you just can't tell. Like you get to marathon day, you finish it, and maybe like me, you've got an achy something weird. Like I had a, we- a weird kind of ITB related mm, whatever, and usually my ass really hurts, and yeah. you know it's kind of that sort of thing. But after you've got after post DOMS. You, you sort of stop thinking about what's happened to your joints and your legs and your muscles and all that kind of thing. But actually, the stress is still there. You know, you've still kind of, you've still been training. You've been ramping up your training for four months, basically. Yeah. And so in that last month, you've put your body through all this mileage, all this kind of compounded stress. Um, and it, I think it just takes a lot longer to recover. I than, think it really does. Mentally, yeah. in terms of your body, also appreciating that you're not in that mode anymore. Like, I always find that really strange. Um, it really contributed to my anxiety when I first started getting, um, uh, yeah, like panic disorder and stuff. Because I would be like, but I've done the anxious thing, so why am I still anxious? Mm. I guess maybe slightly similar that your brain is still in stress mode or your body is still in stress mode. Yes. Because it's going to take it a little while to realize that you're not running for your life anymore um yeah 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 it it felt really weird because well I guess I'm going to repeat myself but it felt really strange because my body felt completely apart from the run on Sunday where I did not feel ready because I I was completely hungover and it was a very stupid thing to do um but apart from that my body has felt absolutely fine Mm. and ready and I'd done I'd done a boot camp on Saturday as well so I felt like I felt sort of pretty kind of strong and kind of okay. And um, so I found it shocking. I mean, as with all injuries, you always, you're always shocked, aren't you? And, and kind of horribly also you come back with that and you, you're like, what have I done wrong? What, you know, it's my fault. Yeah. And um, I should have done something differently. So obviously how are we to know that? I mean, yeah, <laughs> injuries happen at any time point I do, I do think that there's um because I was also talking to my lovely boot camp instructor um and um talking to her talking through my various boring her senseless with my various injuries and stuff and obviously there also for me there's going to be the knock-on effect that I've had this knee thing for months and so what I've been doing probably unconsciously but also consciously is to adapt the way in which I'm running to kind of make sure it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. which could well have been the thing that oh, has I'm made sure. the toe and the leg go wrong I'm and, sure it's often that stuff isn't yeah. it that you're compensating for something somewhere and that's putting strain that you don't even realize because it doesn't hurt when you're doing it yeah um, yeah exactly it 
that's all really interesting. Um, I know. Based on a, also based on a, on a um, letter we had from a listener. Do you, do you mind if I read it to Ooh, chip in, just to chip no. into the discussion? Um, chip it in. Uh, because I mean, I suppose we're talking, we're talking about recovery specifically, aren't we there? And this is maybe mm-hmm. more about the mental side. Um, yeah. and, um, yeah, like it was basically, so Holly, a listener, she's written in and said, uh, excellent name. Uh, she's written in to say, um, that she needed a bit of advice on how to get over a bad race. And I know you didn't necessarily have a bad race, but obviously it has brought up a lot of discussions about, what happens if you haven't got the fireworks, the rolling out of the red carpet, the exciting feeling where you're like, I'm the best when you've finished something. Um, And she had a similar thing. So she said, last weekend I completed a half marathon and it went terribly. It was my fourth half and I trained really well. Uh, But after having COVID a few weeks ago, combined with hay fever and a strangely hot British day, I could barely string two Mm. kilometers together after 10K. Couldn't catch my breath. And the more stressed about it, the worse I got. That's so relatable as well. Like when you start to panic, then that is, for me, that's my undoing. Um, Mm. She said that she did step off the course at one point and a marshal encouraged her to carry on, even if she had to walk the rest. So she did carry on, but she did end up having to walk a big chunk of it um, and was really, really upset when she crossed the finish line. And the thing that made me sad is she said that she like felt embarrassed about her performance and that she didn't (gasps) then want to share her, her time and stuff like that because she hadn't meet, met the targets that she wanted to. She said, a few, ba- mm. few days post-run, and I'm proud of myself for finishing it because I very nearly didn't, but I'm still disappointed in myself. Um, I've got the Great North Run in September and will be working towards redemption, but wanted to know if you guys had any advice for getting over such a disappointing race. And I felt bad as well by her use of redemption in a sense of like, you you definitely don't have to. I totally get what you mean. Um, yeah. But... There's no, there's no person that you need to redeem yourself for. It's you know, no. if you're disappointed in yourself, that's a really tough one because you can be your own worst critic sometimes. Yes, um, but yeah, I think equally remind yourself that even even the little you in your brain, you don't need to do it. That you don't need to redeem yourself from anything. You still ran no. thirteen over thirteen miles. Slash, you know, you covered that distance. That's crazy. That's more than some people can dream of walking yeah yeah and I think I think also with that I mean it's like it's like that like what we always talk about it's it's kind of think of yourself as being your best friend yeah and and what would you say to your best friend if they were to say to you all the all everything that you've just said in that email and you would be much kinder to them than you are to yourself um and I just think the other thing that's because I I think my work one of my worst half marathons would be the Brighton half and I was massively disappointed in myself and my time and my performance after that but the things that have made that better for me as an experience is like a time as is usually the case and yeah. b talking to loads of other people about it so like you know joining a, a chat group joining a running group joining our lovely discord discord group um mm-hmm. which highly we recommend do through patreon highly recommend um very chatty but joining that and finding out what other people's experiences are, because suddenly you realize that you're not, it can feel like a, such a solitary experience and you can feel like you've kind of, yeah, that, that disappointment in yourself. If you then, if you flag that up, if you show that to someone else that's had a similar experience, they, you can, it will make you feel so, so much better because, you know, joining a, a group like that means that 
you kind of re- you realize you're not alone it, it you realize that actually your experience is actually kind of common mm. and 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 it hopefully should increase a sense of pride in like you say in having kind of covered that distance which is which is an incredible feat of endurance incredible feat of endurance mm. completely so I, I, yeah i think it's, it's horrible isn't it? it makes you feel so kind of sad for the person that wrote the email because you just sort of think i i wouldn't want any woman to feel like no but we all do feel like that about ourselves sometimes as well i think i hope you can't hear my tummy rumbling it's really rumbling and i hope that doesn't take away from the importance of this issue um (laughs) oh it's rumbling away and i'm burping god sorry can't hear it can't hear it good 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 good. um (laughs) yeah i think uh, the only time that i can relate to similarly is um maybe the first time actually that I did the half like I was so so pleased that I did it but I was quite surprised Mm. because um I had I just didn't really know very much at the time I didn't know much about pacing I I hadn't really I was just sort of feeling my way and doing it um yeah and it was much slower than I was than my training runs had been in terms of my pacing and I found those last couple of miles like it's the hardest that I think I've actually ever trained for a half marathon it's maybe not the hardest of a train but it was the longest long run I'd done like it was the most prepared I'd felt I'd done 11 miles yeah and I was like I'm so set and I didn't have any setbacks I didn't have any illness like everything went to plan um yeah and um yeah I was just really disappointed in how slow I felt considering um I thought that everything had gone well uh and that that's just you know you're talking about um you know having covid having had you know basically it sounds like you had a panic attack halfway through the thing as well yeah. I don't want to if that's going to be a freaky thing to hear but like that's what it sounds like a little bit um mm. and uh, that is unbelievable to have to contend with when you're trying to do a race and um yeah. yeah i think yeah you never you never quite know um how it's how it's going to go but sometimes that can happen to you even if you haven't had any of those arguably not oh my god yeah also, i mean the opposite objectively mm. very difficult things to contend with when you're um when yes. you're running um yeah yeah uh, yeah and it does it does just a bad think, day like, or a bad run yeah, yeah. It, absolutely absolutely and i was just thinking like um like with the with the London Marathon, I just I did have that moment whenever that was. I was I was definitely more than halfway through where I suddenly had that big, scary realization that I hadn't used my inhaler before I ran. Yeah. And immediately that made my breathing go a bit weird and gave me a couple of miles of total self-doubt, kind of like, why didn't I just put it? And you know, I was I was even running in a in a backpack. And so I had, not only did I have self-doubt, but I had self-hatred because I was like, I could have just put it in a pocket. Yeah. There's plenty of space. It, I wouldn't have even realized it and it's, it could have just put it in a pocket and I just didn't. Um, so you just, you go through such kind of weird, but usually massively kind of negative emotions when you're Absolutely, running these things. It's bizarre. Yeah. I was just thinking actually Ooh. about that maybe reminded me of like that. Yeah. That when you get a sudden panic, um, I had one that everything was going really well when I did the half in 2022. Um, mm. That like, I remember I got to about that, I think it was eight miles and I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, well, that's, uh, that, that's actually been okay, that eight miles. I felt quite comfortable. Um, I haven't had to stop running yet or I haven't had to, I haven't sort of felt tired yet. 
when, when's mm. that going to kick in? That's got to kick in soon. And then I had this horrible panicky feeling where I was like, oh, I'm, no. I can't do it. I'm going to have to stop. I'm going to have to stop because it's going to, it's, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad at some point. And then I had to try and flip the script on myself. And I was like, okay, just think about every mile or even every like half mile, kilometer, whatever distance you're going to use, whatever yeah. chunk, um, as yeah. like, be grateful that that one feels good. And then yes. worry about yeah. the one that feels shit when you get to it. So more time when you're under in it. your belt of it feeling okay was good kind of thing. Yeah. But 100%, yeah. I think it's like, it's it's totally normal to have a panic. I, I also, sorry, I'm flitting around, but I also saw a TikTok from a runner um, who had, I'm not going to be able to credit them or anything, I'm afraid, because it literally just came up on my thing. But um she was talking about having had an awful London marathon. Um, I think she actually dropped out just before because her last long run was basically a 22 mile panic attack because she just couldn't get control of her breathing. And, you know, it triggers lots of those things. It's completely natural to feel anxious when you're running. Like your body Mm. is literally going into fight or flight. It's fleeing, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. And also some of the tactics that you, that a lot of runners use aren't universally applicable or useful. So like, um, I know that one of the mental strategies that we've discussed before and certainly other experts have m- might have suggested are, are things like picture yourself on the finish line. Mm. And for me, that doesn't work in a long race because the finish line is so far away also, I can remember how I felt on the finish line, but when it comes to something that I've done before, it's like, oh yeah, I felt like shit then. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to that. <laughs> so it's not, yeah. It's really yeah. not helpful. Not helpful at all. And I don't find that a motivating draw. I just, I absolutely have to kind of put my blinkers on and just look at my toes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough gig. What, what a lot of my, um, all of the kind of the injury stuff that was going on this weekend and my kind of all my self-doubt mm. and stuff, um, and that the kind of feeling shitty when I was running and not really knowing what to do about it have culminated. And I know I've kind of moved away from the feeling bad in the run, but they've culminated in me having lots of chats with various people and made me want to fix it. One of the chats I had actually was with Dave. Um, and that, that was something that kind of did galvanize me more than anything else, because he said, have you thought that maybe a marathon is too far? Maybe you should think about just going up 10 miles um, and my response was no, <laughs> no, I have not. And I said, you know, one of the, the big, I'm pretty sure that one of the main reasons why I've, I've suddenly crumbled after two weeks is because I've not done yoga for months, for months and months. And I didn't have any niggles whatsoever leading up to London Marathon 22 I was doing yoga pretty religiously once a week and if I wasn't doing yoga I was doing two boot camps and in those boot camps that I go to Steph my instructor they were stretching very she's very hot on mobility yeah yeah that's really good I was yeah it's really good so lots of the moves that we do in order to kind of warm up our bodies are actually um are, are quite yogic and um and she talks about them as sort of lubing up your joints. That's what she talks about. Um, yeah. And it's it, it is, it's so good. She's so good. And I was talking to her last night and she was. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. recommending well she recommended now here's a discussion point she recommended that I go and see a chiropractor because she said you know lots of these things start with spine they start with your back um so you know that here's someone you might be interested in going to see I've never been to a chiropractor before should we talk about chiropractors? Mm. Because I've been Let's having talk very similar thoughts at the moment about whether I should Ooh. go and see a chiropractor too. I'd been having really bad lower back pain and actually yeah. very, very similarly, that was why I was like, I need to get back on the yoga horse because it was during my week last week where I was like, oh, I haven't done any exercise at all this whole week. And it mm. was towards the end of that week, I was really starting to struggle with lower back pain. Uh, I think because I sit at a desk, um, and also, like, I have quite an old, lovely sofa from my parents. I, I think the sofa, I can't remember it not existing. So I think it must be as old as I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's had various different, I think I remember it in three different upholstery iterations. Wow. So it's wow. Old. Legacy. Legacy. It's a le- it's yeah. Kayla family <laughs> heirloom. Um, and, uh, but it is, yeah, it's getting to a bit of a point where like, yeah, I think basically everywhere I sit, I do a lot of sitting sometimes because we do sit at a desk mm-hmm. all day and that bothers me. Um, mm-hmm. And also maybe I haven't been sitting in the most comfy places. Uh, but yeah, I think similarly, I've been like, is it time? Because I get headaches and um, last week, I was really struggling with migraines and I really am starting to be like, it could be hormonal, but I also wonder if it's posture because lots of people say that if you're not getting the blood supply to your brain properly, then that can be one of the first Mm. signs of that is getting migraines. And I, I really slouch over. So yeah, just backing you up there that I think I would quite like to visit a chiropractor as well. I think, yeah, it was an interesting suggestion because, um, I think it's because I've I tend to have in the past possibly unfairly lumped chiropractors together with osteopaths, not really knowing the difference between the two. Mm. Um, and I just I yeah, it does seem on on sort of further googling and stuff that actually maybe she might have a very good point that yeah, I've had lower back issues for some years now. Definitely before, definitely predates kind of half marathon and marathon training in 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 this decade mm. um and it's lower back and I know it's postural um and I think it's to do with which we both have one of my legs is slightly longer than the other I think that probably doesn't help oh, yeah um, yeah do you think I thing. have that too no I thought you'd said that to me if yeah, you're I not wonder, well I wonder if I get it because I get a sore it's it, I get a sore right hip as well 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really, really interesting. I don't, I don't know whether I've ever had that proven. I think I just made a joke that I needed those shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> orthopedic <laughs> shoes. Heel. Yeah, yeah. But, no, it's when it was when I went when I got my insoles, um, which I keep on talking about in every single episode now. But when I went to see Christoph, and he said, um, along with, you know hard skin gate um he did oh, also that was him uh, okay that was him i wasn't he imagining visually... him french then because he's french right he's french yeah i was imagining yeah. him he... like the guy in frozen who goes yoohoo big summer blowout you know the uh, guy no, he's who's not, in... i wish he was big summer blowout <laughs> he's not big summer blowout oh i no. wish he was oh i like him he's, uh, he's a serious no, frenchman him. he's a serious frenchman um mm-hmm. and he visually diagnosed the fact that one leg of mine is taller than the other longer mm-hmm. than the other and I, which i i think must be my right um so yeah so i think those kind of things and, and what i tend to do when i when i've had like things go wrong with my body that are to do with running is i've gone to a physio but not really a running physio i've gone to a chap that was recommended me and he wasn't bad but he just wasn't running focused and only on a couple of occasions has he actually made me run so he could kind of look at what I was doing. Most of the other times I'm just sort of, you know, stood there or lying on his little couch thing while he kind of sort of fiddles around with my kneecaps and stuff. Yeah. And and from what I've heard with physios that are like sport and or running specific that there's there's a, a just more understanding of of the movement that your body is doing and the repetitive strain that you're putting it under and stuff than um than people that don't and so and anyway I don't have one of those physios I don't have one of those in my phone book so I don't really know who to speak to and yeah. then my boot camp instructor said you know check out this guy and and go and see him do this and then what she said is what I am also going to do after I've done after I, I it feels like it's a big phone call so I've got it on my list but I might not do it till tomorrow it's one of those like oh god um because also it costs money um mm. yeah it's like but the other thing that I'm get- to 70 quid so a pop or something much isn't money. it so much money so the other thing I'm going to do um but kind of that I find more appealing in terms of spending money is to book in a personal training session with her so that she can, I know, I know, so that she can run through some of her, the mobility stuff that she does with us every session. But I want her to, to basically, I want to go to her and I want her to teach me a session that I can then do like a short version of every day and a longer version when I've got the time. Oh, that's actually going to be really interesting. Are you allowed to share? Can you share all the secrets from it? I will do my best. I'll do cool. my best. I mean, like, I guess it'll like be a lot of the stuff, like, but it's like when one friend can yeah. afford to go to therapy. So then you all sit around yeah. and they're like, this is what, this is your, all your issues explained. And this is how CBT works. And this is for a book. Yes. Yeah. Exactly we can that. go all exactly in on your that. personal trains, personal training yeah. session. So I, um, I know that like, so before we do, like, for instance, the kind of moves that we do, like before we do a boot camp. So a boot camp tends to be more kind of strength, but also cardio. Um, so she's kind of trying to warm us up in both sort of ways, hearts and kind of, you know, joints and stuff. But what I really love about the sessions that she does is that they are the, your beginning warm up sessions are always start with back. And she's just, she's so kind of focused on that. I think she's had some issues herself. Um, so you always start with cat cows. Oh, that's and, great. Um, and bird dogs and, you know, think that very classic kind of moves. 
um, and just lots of kind of just generally kind of very slowly moving your hips around and kind of getting yourself in the zone. But we always have 10, 15 minutes worth of that. I reckon if I was doing boot camp every single day, just with that 10, 15 minutes at the beginning, I think that is a thing that would make me bulletproof almost more than the kind of strength that you do afterwards in a way because yeah. I just think it's 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 so good it's so mobility good for, for the win mobility for the mobility win. for the win I, also just, I yeah. enjoy doing mobility stuff I feel I, I find it fun I you're quite stretchy fun. though aren't you I'm quite stretchy quite so I think maybe I enjoy, maybe that's why I enjoy it more than strength because strength stuff I'm, I'm not very strong but I am quite bendy no. so bendy but yoga yeah. is really that's why I've been really enjoying yoga because it's really good for, for my strength like slowly to build like the one I've been doing with Adrian at the moment which I mean I feel like people are going to throw shade my way here because I remember (laughs) saying I'd started this 30-day challenge in February and it's March (laughs) yep I'm not doing it every day but I am doing it like you know sometimes I won't do it for a week sometimes I'll do it a couple of times in the week um Mm -hmm. And in that one, you do, um, and I'm sure that the, the effects, like you were saying, I'm sure if you do 10, 15 minutes of it every day, then it, it would make you bulletproof. But like, I'm mm-hmm. doing as much of it as I can fit in. And um, she does a thing where like, you're slowly strengthening your core. So at the end of each one, you try and lower down from a seated position with your legs out in front of you to lying on your back, you know? what oh, I right, mean yeah, yeah. when yeah. you do sort yeah. of like Charlie's Angels with your fingers and you go down down yes. down, down down like that um yeah. and genuinely I can really tell the difference between me trying to do that at the beginning of the of this particular yeah. course with her and now um so I do think that you know there's you strength and mobility all in one maybe is the thing for absolutely. me absolutely yoga is mm. really really good for that but i did same I with did boot notice camp it that. sounds like i'm quite tempted oh boot to... camp's brilliant i mean she did i remember like am i gonna have to do burpees though and embarrass myself yes oh. um so i but i remember um but the thing the thing about a burpee as much as they're absolutely horrific is that everybody finds them horrific so that when you're doing them no one's looking at you because they're all in their personal little burpee pain cave and so there's at least that mm-hmm. yeah and crying they can't see crying. through the tears so it's fine no, literally literally that um yeah. but yeah i did i did i remember in the run-up to um the 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 marathon in october i do remember steph saying complimenting me on the range of motion of my squat that I was getting my bum quite close down to my heels and uh and we were doing boot camp this weekend and she came over and looked at me and sort of went oh you know because I'm not getting down as far and oh. nowhere near as far nowhere near as far and it's because I've not been doing boot camp I've not been doing yoga and like squats I think this is a, this is a perfect example isn't it of of like range of motion because some, I think when you're doing a squat, you can feel like the range of motion is to do with your hips or your knees in some way, but it's not as your ankles. Is it? So, yeah. Yeah. Because you need to keep your feet, you need to keep your feet flat on the, on the floor in order to do a squat. You know, I mean, there are squats where you go up on your toes and stuff, but a normal kind of normal squat, like a goblet squat or something, you know, feet Well, then I think flat. my ankles are not too bad flexibility wise because I find it like, you know, in again, in yoga, if you've got to do like a frog kind of position, like when yes. you go right down, um, yeah. I, f- I find those okay. I find those okay. Um, squats on the whole, though, if I'm doing like, you know, full standing mm-hmm. squats, I, I, f- I find yeah. killer on, on the old quads because I think they're, they're just not very... Um, not very strong yet. 
yet. Yeah, getting that, there, better yet, and better. Yet, mm-hmm. exactly. And actually, and I'm just, I'm bad at both of those things, but particularly that kind of frog seated position, um, which in Steph's class, that's a deep ape. And I, I just can't, I just can't. Oh, I it. like that. That makes me feel like Donkey yeah. Kong or something. Yeah. She does yeah. lots of things that are based on something called animal flow. Have I talked to you about animal flow before? I don't think so. It sounds like, some, mm. it sounds like something you do with Felix. A yoga yes, class well, you do with Felix. It does, doesn't it? Um, but it is, it, it is actually a proper kind of an exercise fang. It's something that uh, Steph was kind of wanging on about like ages ago. Uh, but she brings in the movement patterns to our boot camp quite a lot. And I find quite a lot of them very, very difficult because it is all body weight stuff, but it all based on animals. And so you do have things like bear crawls and mm. um, crab reaches and... Um, or various things I'd have forgotten the name of. Um, but particularly, instead of a plank, we a lot of the time we don't do planks, we do a, a beast, um, wh- which is so, so much worse. So much worse. Oh, right? No. If you imagine, <laughs> I know it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's, it's so painful. If you imagine being on your hands and knees on the floor, so in tabletop position, mm-hmm. but then what you have to do is shuffle your knees further towards your hands. So in fact, they're underneath your belly button. So you're not you're not stacking your hips above your knees. Your knees are, your knees have moved in. Okay, you see what I mean. So they're close. And are your, to your knees hands. on the floor still? Yeah, hands. Knee, yeah, everything is on the floor. And then you lift your knees up by the thickness of a magazine. Okay, so just just like maybe half an inch, and you stay there. Um, and yeah, I I would like all of you to do this at home. Um, I really want to do it right uh, now. That it's a bit rude it, when we're doing the podcast. So I do after. And there are various variations because you can do a beast walk where you kind of, you lift your your knee and your lateral hand kind of thing, your left knee, right hand, and then you walk forward. But you have to try and keep your knees at that yeah. level, just just a magazine height above the floor. So it's got to be really low down, very think, small, very precise movements, not yeah. fast. Oh, I think I'd quite oh. like to try that. And the, even though that sounds very painful, I think that sounds like it might Super suit painful. me more because I struggle with... I know we're we're running out of time here, but I think one other thing to discuss with stuff yes. like yoga and flexibility is often your different bodies are very different, um, mm-hmm. and um, you also like different sizes of bodies will find different things easier and harder. So, like, yeah. there are definite things I have to admit. Although I really don't mind the size that I am at the moment, I am trying to love, if not just neutrally accept my body all the time um there are definite positions in yoga that I find more difficult like Mm. when she relaxes in child pose for example Adrian I don't find child pose hugely relaxing I can't sit on my ankles like that because my thighs are quite chunky and and my ass is quite large and I don't think there's really like space for my body to do that if that makes sense Mm. so like there are definite things that I think based on yeah, who you are and the sh- and your makeup, your shape, and y- oh my god, we've yeah. all got different shaped bodies. Yeah, totally. Um, that's why I have that issue with burpees, and and it mm. was only when we spoke to that. You're PT long. Who, that's not. You said it's yeah. not fair. <laughs> she said long levers makes it harder, and yeah. it's like yes, it does. It really does make it's it. It's going to make it different for everybody. Yeah, and I I find mm. that with planking that I find it. I've always had quite a curved body shape, like. Mm. um I find it very, very difficult. Like if I'm lying on the floor, I can't get my small of my back flat on the ground because again, mm. size ball, arse. Um, You've got a nice bum. Yeah. And um, thank you. 
irritating well, bum as well because it is in the way all the time um and <laughs> uh and I feel like planks then I find it really difficult because people t- instructors and stuff have always been like tuck your bo- tuck your bottom in more tuck it in more I'm yeah, like right. my darling I simply can't it's tucked it's yeah. tucked <laughs> as much as it will be tucked and I know I might look the wrong shape for what you're expecting this to be but as long as I feel yeah. my core turning on then surely that's the important thing anyway I have always wanted to find an alternative because I don't find I find planks not the right. They just don't, I just don't, I don't oh, really like I don't really fit beast, in that shape. I'm going to try yeah, a beast, beast for is my for you. core. Beast is for mm. you. Um, I think you just have to make sure that you're because I got told off on Saturday because I was doing it wrong. That you have to make sure that you're looking that your eye line is in front of your fingers. I was looking underneath myself. So okay. look in front of your fingers when your hands are down. So Keep long that neck. Kind of, so yeah, long neck, but not a head, but just like looking but, at, like at your fingernails sort of thing rather yeah. than underneath your, your stomach. Um, but the most important thing is to have that, it's kind of quite a wide stance, you know, your feet are apart, mm. your arms are apart and your knees are just hovering just an inch off the floor. Um, but make sure they're underneath your belly button. That's the most important thing because you can do it where they're kind of hovering an inch off the floor and they're stacked below your hips, but it won't feel anywhere near as as painful yeah, Adrian on. does that sometimes yeah. and it's 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 fine it's it definitely it does switch the old core on doesn't it but like yeah it's not it's not I wouldn't say it's beast it's mode no this is beast mode this is yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah, well I'm so, going to go and try, try and do a beast that's going to be my homework I'll incorporate it into my um uh, flexibility stuff oh good for you and my homework will be to come back to you uh, in a couple of weeks with my new mobility sesh and to kind of spread the word on what I'm doing. I'm so and I think excited. It is exciting. I'll tell you what's really nice. Now that I'm out of marathon sadness week, which was the week before last, and last week I was beginning to feel fine because of all the, you know, I was doing a bit more running and stuff. But I tell you what's really lovely is, um, and I might have said this before, but like, um, you know, years and years and years ago, when I would be injured, particularly when I was, well, particularly almost 20 years ago, I remember my first set of kind of running injuries kind of coming in then. I had a stress fracture and something else. And I just remember how sad and how depressed I was as a result of that, that I couldn't run. And um, at the moment, it's not wise for me to run today or tomorrow. I might be able to run towards the end of the week, but I probably Mm. won't. And it doesn't make me feel sad. And that's great. One of the it does feel good. It, it and and one of the reasons why it makes me not feel sad is because I realise there's other things that I can do and enjoy, and that will bring me the same sorts of feelings as as running oh, does. Yay! That's how I feel at the moment, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. It's so nice. Like absolutely, don't get me wrong. Running is still a big love, and I love a big challenge. And I think nothing quite mm. nothing quite gets the challenge like running yeah. does I feel yeah. like having a, a yeah a thing to work towards and like uh, sessions to tick off and stuff but in mm-hmm. terms of just doing what you enjoy and what gives you that adrenaline buzz and like makes you feel good makes you feel confident I think it's so nice to do other things sometimes isn't it and I'm really enjoying so nice. love yeah. doing a bit of yeah strength and, mo- and mobility and like hit I've also been enjoying which I never thought I would be a hit gal Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that. I'm gonna. I've. Um. I'm. I'm determined to go back to yoga tomorrow morning, 
and I am determined to go to spin on Thursday. Nice. And the other thing that it's kind of... I haven't told you about mine that I'm doing. This is actually some really exciting what are you sports doing? news in my life. I'm going to boxercise next week. No. Yeah. I haven't yeah. told you about this. Um, no. I can't remember exactly where. It's in the centre of town. Um, I think it's yeah. sort of near the Apex Hotel. <laughs> Sorry, that's really unhelpful for any everybody. Hang who... on a minute. Is it on a Tuesday at six? Yeah. You're going to meet Steph. <gasps> Does she host it? Yes. Oh my god! At the Percy Centre. See, it was all. Um, yeah. It's in the meant stars. To be this episode was we planned that special cyclical realization. Oh I have wanted god. to do I that. I saw on the website that the instructor was called Steph. I've wanted to do that for years and I can't because that's when Dave does choir. Oh, that's annoying. I'll tell you about it. Because at the moment I'm in a, I mean, it doesn't matter either way, but at the Mm. moment I'm in a um, bit of a pattern with Doug being away in the early half of the week. And Mm. so, um, like, I'm I'm up for finding things to fill my evenings a little bit more than I usually would because I do like being around people, annoyingly. Yeah, Um, yeah. And um, I'd love to go back to a class because I don't do that at the moment and I haven't done it for ages. And choir for me as well. Big up Dave and me in our choirs. Uh, Indeed. I find that to be such a nice uh, thing where you're kind of anonymous but also you're around people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. You're part of a club where like you're all doing the I same thing and you're not just there to hang out with each other, but you are there together kind of thing. And I really, really wanted to do that. But boxer size seemed like a cool thing to do. And I kind of want to be like a sweaty boxing person. So oh, I think that's I quite hot. She does boxing a lot. Um, at it's definitely her. I just checked I, on the website. Yeah, <gasps> I love it. I love. She is such a good instructor. Boxing is brilliant. I I really, really, really fucking love it. I secretly think I'm good at it too. Not oh, I have no idea whether I am because <gasps> I don't do it. I've never done it before, so I'm a bit nervous. I might be oh. rubbish. I've already. It I doesn't like, matter. Exactly. That's the thing. It doesn't matter, does it? I just feel like it will be fun. I've already made a fatal error because it said I looked at what you needed, and it was like, oh, a small towel and a mat. And I was like, yeah, a mat. And I looked up. I was like, boxing mats, <laughs> because I thought maybe you needed a special thing. And then I realised I was see, and nothing came up, and I was like, what? What's a boxing mat then <laughs> and then I realized maybe, maybe just an exercise mat will suffice I think it's just to do yeah yeah core do yeah, and stuff. okay so I can just bring a yoga mat oh tell us all about it next time you come on because I, can't I will wait. I'm really I'm excited jealous. I'm really excited yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I would have been before the next record because sometimes we record on a Monday don't we and it's going to be a Tuesday we do. night but likelihood yeah. is I'll have something to report <gasps> I would go tonight but I'm busy tonight so yeah next week's going to be my first sesh how exciting that's so exciting are you going on your own or are you going with someone well I think I'm going to go with Cara for the first time but I've decided that rather than make it a thing that like you know if she doesn't like it then I'll I won't go because we kind of used to that with spin a little bit together where it kind of became a thing Mm. that we did together whereas I think I'd love it if she wants to do it with me but regardless I think I'm going to try and go on Tuesdays yes Nice. I know. So oh, exciting. I hope you like it. I hope, I hope you like I it. I like it too. But yeah, I'm excited to report back. And I promise one of these days I will have something to tell you about running. I do really, really want to crack on with a 10K training plan, but I just feel like mm-hmm. I'm slightly procrastinating because I'm like, I'm, I am still quite enjoying being in my little phase of being able to, well, being able to have a few 
pints on the weekend and not get up in the morning if I don't have to. Yeah. But actually also just what we were saying before with like, sometimes if I've planned for a run at lunchtime and I'm like, but actually I really, really want to do my MK Fitness hit class yeah. today. It's nice to be time. able to be like, I can do that instead rather than just working myself up into a thing where I probably wouldn't end up doing anything. So um, yeah, I, yeah. I will crack on with that and I promise I'll have something more concrete and interesting to share with everybody on the running front soon. But still enjoying my little uh, sabbatical of just not doing anything that I don't have to do yeah we will have to do something because I was just it just made me think you know when we were um having a go about the people that had um left us unkind messages on apple oh yeah um I just need to find what that is now because I think we had another one one on the oh yeah it's great hang on oh god Esther and I've been getting a lot of hate at the moment so if you (laughs) want to be nice to us on apple podcasts then please feel free to it's the only platform okay. on the whole, everywhere else, people are, are really nice. But Apple Podcasts, a lot of people have been saying we're yeah. rubbish and yeah. childish. Okay. So, yeah, we really desperately need um, a rating up there. We need and um, we need another review because the top review at the moment is, and I quote, I listened for 30 minutes and there was barely any running content. Very disappointing. One star. <gasps> oh, dear. Mm. Well, yeah. You know, oops, <laughs> oops, but also <laughs> that's also going to be our strap line, isn't it? Oops, I love it. I love it. Oh, I, I listened for 30 minutes, there was barely any running content. Yeah, I think it's yeah, uh, maybe we just really need to lean into it and start making that part of the marketing. Well, I'm very sorry if people yeah. find that disappointing. Um, but <laughs> we're not that sorry, are we? To not be really, I find it quite funny when, but but I am I am also a bit of a people pleaser. So there's a little part of my heart that dies because I think, oh, I didn't make that person. They didn't like it. But yeah. I, the one craziest star, thing I've harsh. ever one star's a bit harsh, isn't it? Isn't it? What yeah. what did you like? How about what did you like about it? Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Compliment sandwich. You know, didn't have much running <laughs> content, but I really enjoyed all the content about. Um, the coronation yeah yeah about biscuits <laughs> and farting or something yeah um the craziest thing I've ever done uh was and I feel really bad that I did this and please if you are going to write a negative review feel free to mm-hmm. I was going to mm-hmm. find the actual review um but I think I've read it I think I've read it before on here and I don't need to read it again in in exact terms but it's the one where somebody said uh it's hard to believe these people are two 14, uh, not two 14 year old <laughs> girls or whatever. Yes. And one day I was bored. I'm not and presumably like, university educated. I know. <laughs> oh one. my gosh. Yeah. Um, I was, how elitist as well. Shut up. But, I know, right? Um, I was bored one day and I was looking through our reviews and found that one again and was like, oh, bloody hell. Mm. And I realized that the username on it and I really don't want people to like haze this person if they if they find the review but the username on it is like a name of a guy yeah and so and it's a username but it's a bit like Mm -hmm. having holly taylor five or whatever so I went on it and I searched and it might not (laughs) be him at all but I searched the name of this guy and I and I found his Instagram (laughs) and he is a runner so like (gasps) 
it might have been be, it might be, be him it yeah. might be him yeah. i'm not going to obviously say anything in case it's not him and in case in case he gets loads of hate or something not that our, our listeners oh, do stuff like that but um no yeah i gave him a, i gave him a, a full stalk and i like i sort of hate watched his instagram essentially <laughs> and he seemed like a nice guy but everything he did, I was like, well, you're not very funny, are you? So you've obviously not got any sense of humour. Or like, oh, I think you're a really good runner, are you? Well, it's not mm. not that good. Not that good a time. No. Or I was I was really horrible and I really judged him <laughs> looking through his Instagram. I imagine it wasn't him that said that about us. Oh, and also, Holly, we put you... this podcast out for people to say whatever they like and think whatever they like about it. His opinion exactly. is none of my business, as RuPaul <laughs> would say, but... Yes, that that is that is true. But it does sound as very much as though even if you hated him with a with a kind of big venomous heart, you didn't leave any comments on his Instagram. I didn't, you know, I didn't. And I do think that like maybe it's a double standard because I really like when people leave positive reviews of the podcast. It makes me feel great about it. I love reading them. It makes me so happy. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're going to say genuinely, I suppose even in the in the um, in defense of I listened to it for 30 minutes and there wasn't any running content to be fair <laughs> at least that's useful for somebody else who might stumble across it it's like oh okay well yeah. if it if it's not hugely like in-depth serious running talk all episode then it might not yeah. be for me it helps them make a decision yeah. about whether to be a listener or not but why mm-hmm. would you leave a review of giving us one star and saying we're like two 14-year-old girls who haven't been educated properly or whatever? That's yeah. just, that's some weird thing, isn't it? That's, I'm, I'm going to even go so far as to call it a fetish. <laughs> it is mean. Like, it's, it's weird. It what is. is ticking it? Does it? What is ticking away in your brain that if you leave an, a mean thing, yeah. that it, it makes you happy? Is there something it's weird, weird psychologically it? that it's, goes on there? There must be. There must be something weird psychologically because yeah. the only people that are going to read that review, very few listeners to podcasts, I certainly don't go on and look at reviews particularly. Or do I? No, I don't. I look I at reviews, reviews sometimes. No, actually, I suppose I don't. Sometimes I might do. I definitely don't leave. I leave star ratings sometimes. So like podcasts I really enjoy. Star ratings I do. Five stars. Yeah. But what you don't do is you don't leave a comment and then enter into a discussion because of the comment that you've left. You know, it's it's just a one-way kind of slap of awful, isn't it? It's just like, there you go. And you know that the creators yeah. of the podcast are going to see it. And it's like, okay, you're not entering into a discussion. So it is, you're just, it, it, it's not even like on Facebook, you know, when people mm. get into kind of saying hateful things because they want, they, they're asking for a fight. It's not even asking for a fight. No, because no one can reply. It's just, it's just like, no. I think they think of themselves as sort of, um, I don't know, like budding uh, writers or whatever. In, in oh, his critics. Instance, yeah. In his instance, yeah. yeah. He seems like that guy in Ratatouille. Yes. He needs a fucking plate of Ratatouille. Cheer him up. That's what, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. he seems yeah. like that guy where like his whole career is... Um, it's just doing right, writing negative reviews of things. Anyway, yeah, not that anyway, I care. He, <laughs> I care massively, but they can go off and listen to the many, many other running podcasts. There yeah, are that, that are really talk, serious. Newsflash: serious. Maybe we did a fun one on purpose. And, yeah, right. Yeah, Talking actually, about that's not, or something. You know, there are some other ones that are, are fun as well, obviously. But like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay, we'll just get Dave to cut all of this bit out. <laughs> I like this bit. I, I like, like this, this bit. bit. <laughs> because we, I think because we know like 99.99% of our listeners are absolutely lovely and supportive and amazing and along for the ride and they don't care if we talk about hoovers and biscuits and and Ted's dislocated elbow and I know Cory Bobs it's fine I In know fact, it all adds to it because it's people it's us yeah we? we're and not talking about that leads us on very nicely to a subtle plug of our Patreon again please come join if you would like to have Zoom calls with us and our mm-hmm. other lovely, lovely pod squadders. Uh, join the Discord. Like, there's lots of platforms that we can actually talk to each other. And it's so lovely because, as much oh, as yeah. we love to tell you guys every little thing that's going in, on in our lives, it's also really nice to read every little thing that's going on in yours as well. <laughs> exactly. You know, I and lurk. What? Someone actually called oh, me out for lurks. lurking on the Discord. Oh, absolute total lurker but what I love about (laughs) it also is that we can read what you guys are talking about and having little chats about in a very lurky kind of way and we can join in the conversation too which I do um but we can read those little conversations and we can pick up on them and they can form the basis of our content yeah so like if you guys are, are are talking about 5k speeds or you're talking about endurance running or you're talking about trail running or you're talking about kit or you're talking about injuries or whatever you know, chat about it there. And then we know what stuff you want to hear about. You want to hear us talking about or what kind yeah. of experts and stuff you want us to get on, which we keep on promising you experts and we keep on ignoring our own. A hundred percent. We actually we? were talking about yeah. that over a gin the other day, weren't we? We, we, were, like, uh, yeah. we never get the experts on. We just we say ne- we'll get an expert on. So, you yeah. know, let us know who we'll start talking about yeah. it. If you want to tell yeah. us that you think we're stupid 14-year-old girls who aren't educated well enough to be presenting a, a podcast, then... You know, that's your that's your yeah. platform. Yeah. We'll actually we'll actually read and respond to that. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra pod squad benefits from just two pounds a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our brand new pod squad chat room too. For just £6 a month, you can listen to bonus podcasts as well. Go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.